Hey friend, Graham Baldwin here with The Speaker Lab. Hey, wouldn't it be nice if someone gave you the exact process to find and book more speaking gigs in 2024? That'd be nice, right? Well, I'll tell you what, we're just gonna do that for you. We've created a new 18-page guide based on Dan Irvin's process that helped him actually book over $100,000 in speaking gigs in the past year. Now, Dan is one of our uh, team members here. He's this, a very successful speaker and also one of our coaches. And so you're gonna learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, proposal emails, and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps. Again, that's plural, thespeakerlab.com slash steps. We're going to send you that PDF guide right to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps. That's it. That's all you got to do. Go there. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. You're awesome. What is up, my friend? Welcome back to the Speaker Lab Podcast. My name is Grant Baldwin. Good to have you here with us today. We are on episode 49. We are about two-thirds of the way through this month, the month of April. And uh, as you may know, if you are uh, following along, keeping score at home, we've been doing one episode every single day this month, 30 episodes in 30 days. And uh, we are on episode, what would that be, like day 21, episode 21 of this month. But episode 49 of the entire... I'm I'm confusing myself already, so let's just stop talking and, and get to today's show. Hey, before we get into it today, we do have a, another listener question. This is another question that I get quite frequently, quite commonly. And uh, so looking forward to talking about the question of, should you speak for free? Does that make sense to speak for free? When does it make sense to speak for free? And so uh, we're going to talk about that. I think a lot of times people have this misconception that speaking for free is a bad thing. And I'm going to I'm gonna bust that myth for you today. So we're going to be talking all about that. But before we do, hey, let me remind you, I know a lot of you have already registered, but we are... Uh, just about every single week, we do these live online trainings and workshops where we are teaching you all about how to find and book speaking engagements. So if you are brand new, you're just getting started, maybe you're a veteran, you've been doing this for a while, you're trying to figure out how to uh, just up your business, up your game, then we'd love to have you join us. Again, these are totally free online trainings. You can watch these from the comfort of your own home. You can join us, ask questions, chat with other people. It's a lot of fun and we would love to have you come hang out with us. You can uh, register for that by going to freespeakerworkshop.com. Again, that is freespeakerworkshop.com. So definitely stop by there and uh, register for the next live workshop that we're going to be doing. All right, let's get into today's question. All right, today's question is all about should you speak for free? This is a question that I get a lot from people. And and uh, speaking for free is, is kind of oftentimes, it's viewed almost as something that people either really, really like the idea of, or they really, really hate, and they really look down on. It's kind of this kind of this almost divisive type of thing. And, and here's why. For some people, speaking for free is viewed as this like bad or negative thing. And I know most people listening to this, you want to get paid to speak, and so therefore, speaking for free can be viewed sometimes, again, as a, as a bad thing. And maybe, maybe you don't feel like you're a real speaker if you're not getting paid. So some people whenever it comes to speaking for free, kind of fall into that camp. And then there's other people who kind of come from the, the mindset of, uh, you know, oftentimes I just, I just genuinely want to help 
people as a speaker. And so maybe it feels weird to charge to speak. Or for you, maybe for you, speaking is just fun. So it just feels awkward to get paid to do something that you would do for free anyway. Or maybe you want to speak in, let's say, like the nonprofit market or more in like the faith-based market. And so you just want to help them out by not charging a fee. And so it, you know, it's easy to kind of fall into that camp as well. So as we talk about this whole conversation of speaking for free and whether you should or shouldn't do it, let me start by giving you two key thoughts on speaking for free. Okay, two key things that'll just kind of give us kind of a foundation to work off of. First one, number one is this, is that you generally, you can't make a living by speaking for free. Generally speaking, you cannot make a living by speaking for free. Now, in a minute, I'm going to give you an exception to the rule here. But if you wanted to to make a living from speaking, you have to be willing to, to charge for what it is that you do. And so again, a key in all of this is to remember that you are providing value to people and you should be compensated for that value. There is nothing wrong with that at all. And again, I, I get it. Sometimes it feels weird. It feels awkward. There's times where I've been paid thousands and thousands of dollars to talk for as little as 20 minutes. And that just feels strange. But I also know that I am providing value as a speaker. You are providing value as a speaker. And so there's nothing wrong with charging for that value. So again, first of all, you, you generally, you can't make a living by speaking for free. So if you're wanting to do this to make a living, you have to learn to get comfortable with the idea of charging for what it is that you do. Because again, you're providing value. Second thought would be this is that I think it's okay and even smart to speak for free as long as you know why you're doing it. And I think that's really the key here is that the, there's a there's a lot of speakers who will make the mistake of just kind of speaking for free, just kind of haphazardly and never really having much of a plan. But if you're going to speak for free, you need to know why you're doing it and what it is leading towards. Like how is this benefiting your business, your brand, your personal life in some other way? So having said that, that I think it's okay to speak for free as long as you know why you're doing it. Let me give you eight reasons why it might make sense for you to speak for free. Okay. Eight reasons. Now, as we go through these eight, these are all reasons that I personally have spoke for free. And you don't, each event that you speak for free, it doesn't need to necessarily check all of these boxes. But if you're going to speak for free, be really, really clear about why you're doing it. So let me give you eight different reasons why maybe it would make sense for you to speak for free. First one would be this. Number one would be to get in front of decision makers. Get in front of decision makers. So this would be when you would you would speak more as a marketing opportunity. So the idea would be that you go to a or you go to speak at some type of conference or event, and the primary purpose of you speaking there is to pick up other speaking gigs. So let's say, for example, let's say you wanted to go, you wanted to build your career speaking to insurance agents, right? One potential marketing strategy would be to find uh, some of the other like big conferences for insurance agents and go present a free workshop or presentation with the hopes or the intention of of attracting other speaking gigs. Now, the key in doing this is making sure that you are at conferences with actual decision makers who are looking to hire you to speak. So if you go speak to, let's say, let's go back to the insurance example. If you go speak to a group of insurance agents, but they're really, they're just kind of, they're just agents and they don't really ever hire speakers. That's not their role. Then it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So you want to figure out where the decision makers for your audience gather, what type of conferences do they attend? And then you have to go a little more granular with it as well. 
not just what conferences do they attend, but what sessions, what types of sessions at those conferences do they attend? What topics are they interested in learning more about? That's where you got to start to kind of dig in a little bit more. I, I've done this for several events that I've spoke at, but I've really had to do my homework to make sure that if I'm going to go there and I'm going to go for free and I'm going to go primarily for the purpose of marketing, that the actual decision makers will be there and making sure that they would actually come to my sessions. Uh, so you really have to plan that through ahead of time. Now, once they're actually in in your session, I would recommend that you go back and listen to episode 30, which is all about how you actually get referrals from audiences that you speak to. So listen to episode 30. Also, you may go back and listen to episode 21, which is all about how to follow up on speaking leads. So again, episode 30 and episode 21, if you're looking for some more info there. So number one would be to get in front of decision makers. Number two would be this. Number two would be if you have a, uh, if you want to offer some type of product or service, on the back end, all right, if you have some type of product or service. So let's imagine you have some type of product like a book or a curriculum or a training program or a, or a service like coaching or consulting or maybe even some type of agency in that respective market or field. It may make sense for you to speak for free just purely as a lead generation tool or as a way to sell more products. Um, a good example of this is one of our students who's in our, our booked and paid to speak training course. Uh, he speaks primarily to pick up new coaching clients. So he told me recently, recently, in the past 11 months, he's earned $372,000 in new coaching business, but all of the speaking gigs he does, he does for free. So then he's got a system with how to invite those audience members to his coaching. So for him, it makes sense to speak for free knowing that he will generate revenue in other ways. Now, this is something I actually do with a lot of the webinars that I do online. This is kind of the same model that I follow is that I would speak or present a webinar for free, but then usually we'll present some type of offer at the end for people who want more. And so if you have some type of product or service, then speaking for free can work really, really well because it's a way to generate revenue on the back end later. Now, the holy grail here is when you can actually do both, meaning you can both get paid for the event and you can also sell product. And this is ideal because you're basically being paid for the opportunity to promote your product or service, which is sweet. And so a lot of the events that I've done have been has fallen under this category where I've been able to collect a check. I've been paid to go speak, but I've also been able to mention a, you know, a product or service or was able to generate some type of, of sales in some other way as a result of that speaking engagement. So that might be a reason why you might, might want to speak for free. Another one, number three, would be this, would be to get more practice, to get more practice. One of the things that you've heard me say a lot is that your best marketing is a great talk. The best speakers in the world have no problem getting more business because they get so much word of mouth just from being really, really good at what it is that they do. And so the way you become a better speaker is you actually speak. And so it may be worthwhile, especially when you're getting started, to just speak for free just to get some more practice. Because the more you speak, the more comfortable you become with both your material, your speaking skills, how to interact with an audience. And again, this isn't exclusive to just speaking. This is true with anything, that the way you become a better writer is you write. The way you become a better cook is you cook. The way you learn to ride a bike is you actually ride the bike. And so if you're going to speak for free for the practice, one caveat I would make is I would recommend just doing this primarily locally. Like I want to get better, you want to get better, but you probably don't want to have to maybe take time off of work or travel halfway across the country to speak for free. So it's okay to speak for free for practice, but if you're going to do that, I would recommend that you just, you, you, 
try to find those type of local engagements that are relatively close that just don't require massive amounts of time just for you to practice, all right? Number four would be this. Number four would be to get video footage. Get video footage. A key marketing tool for any speaker is a good demo video. Now, we've talked a lot about demo videos in previous episodes. You may go back and check out episode number two and then also episode number 40. Episode two and episode 40, we talk more about demo videos. So definitely go back and listen to those. Uh, and so for you, a, uh, uh, you know, a, a, it might make sense for you to do a free gig in exchange for getting quality video footage that you can use because the best footage for a demo video is you actually speaking to an audience. Uh, and now this can also be negotiated as well. So you may choose to speak for free or take a discounted amount. And in exchange, they provide you with a video copy of your talk. So there's some events that I've spoke at before where it's going to be like a, a bigger conference, it's a bigger venue, and it's going to be maybe like a nice fancy stage, maybe a couple of, of screens that I would be on. Uh, maybe they've got two or three cameras going. And so it's just a nicer setup. It's a high quality shoot. And so it's going to save me the cost of having to hire someone to do all that. So that's value that I would get. So it may make sense for me to speak for free or a discounted rate knowing that I'm going to get some quality video footage out of the out of the deal. Uh, next one, number five, would be to build a relationship with a client. One thing that you've heard me say a lot is that speaking is a relationship business. And so people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And so I know for me personally, I've been hired by several clients, not because I'm the greatest speaker in the world, but because I've built a relationship with them and we want to work together in some way. And I'm going to give you a good example in just a couple minutes here of how I've used this strategy in the past. Uh, number six, number six would be to attend a conference for free attend a conference for free. Oftentimes, if there's a conference I would like to attend anyway, I'll always try to inquire to see if I could do a free session at it. And by doing a free session, they would generally allow me to attend the rest of the conference for free. So if I wanted to attend a conference that, let's say, let's say the ticket for admission was $1,000 to go to the conference, but I wanted to attend it anyway, and I go speak for free, and as a result, I get to attend the conference for free, well, I just saved $1,000. So always look for those opportunities, conferences that are in your market or your space or your niche that you would want to attend anyway, whether you were speaking or not, look to see if you can speak because that's oftentimes a way that you can get some, get, get to attend the conference for free. Another one, number seven, would be uh, for travel, travel and just vacations. Uh, I know a lot of people who are interested in speaking because it also gives them the opportunity to travel. And so there are times where I've spoken uh, at a discounted or a free rate just because it was a place I wanted to visit. Uh, my family has got to tag along on many speaking trips, and we've been able to make vacations out of it because I just happened to be speaking somewhere that was was pretty cool. And in fact, I'll give you an example. Next year, I'll be keynoting a, a big international conference at this this like amazing resort. And although I'm going to speak for free, they're going to cover all of my travel. I'm going to bring my wife along, and so we're going to have a week long vacation at this awesome resort. So again, on paper, it looks like well, you know, he's speaking for free, but I'm like, I'm getting a sweet international vacation out of this with my wife, like. That's, that's huge value to me there. One of our students who I was talking to recently, who's in our booked and paid to speak course, they just spoke at a conference in New Zealand and, and he said, I got paid like a really, really tiny fee, but he was like, 
I didn't care. They covered all of my travel. I got to take like this once in a lifetime trip to New Zealand. Like how cool is that? So there may be times where maybe it makes sense for you to speak for free if they're going to cover your travel because you're, you're getting like a, a vacation out of the deal. You're getting a trip out of the deal. Uh, and then finally, number eight would be this would be for credibility. A good example of this is TED Talks. TED speakers are not paid, but one of the primary benefits to the speaker is the credibility associated with being a TED speaker. So there are some settings that it may make sense for you to speak for free because of the credibility that comes along with being at that event in that niche or industry. So those are the eight reasons, the eight, and there's more, but eight reasons why it may make sense for you to speak for free. So let's just, let's quickly recap those. So number one would be to get in front of decision makers. Number two, if you have some type of product or service that you can offer. Number three would be to get more practice just to become a better speaker. Number four would be to get video footage. Number five would be to build a relationship with a client. Number six, to attend a conference for free. Number seven would be for travel or vacations. And then number eight would be credibility. Now, let me give you a good example of kind of a culmination of a few of these different ideas that we've talked about. So a few years ago, I went and I spoke for free at a conference that I was interested in. Now, I, I did basically a free workshop there teaching about speaking, some of what we teach on this podcast here. And I even, in fact, I had I, they didn't pay me for it. And I even had to pay my own travel to get there. So again, on paper, I lost money by going to this event. Now, let's fast forward. Let me tell you how that free event benefited me in other ways. First of all, number one, was that from that session, I know I had two specific people who ended up becoming coaching clients. And I also had several other people from that session who ended up joining our booked and paid to speak training course down the road. So I was able to generate revenue from that free event by offering some type of product or service. The second way that that free event benefited me was that I was able to build a great relationship with the client. And so by speaking for free that year, by connecting with that client, uh, them getting great feedback from their attendees on my session, they ended up hiring me to do the keynote the next year at the same conference, which I was paid very, very well for. So that benefited me as well. Number three, third way I benefited from it was both the year I spoke for free and the year I was paid to do the keynote. This was a conference I wanted to attend anyway. I, I had several friends and colleagues and contacts who would be there uh, and I wanted to connect with them. I wanted to hang out and attend some of the sessions. So by going to both years, I didn't have to pay to attend the conference, this conference that I wanted to attend either way. The fourth benefit to me was travel. The year that I spoke and did the, the keynote, I brought my wife with me. They covered all of her travel, covered our, our meals and lodging. And so really, it was just kind of a, it was a free mini vacation for us, which is nice. Uh, and then finally, number five would be speaking to that particular audience for me was great for building credibility, being seen and positioned as an expert to that particular audience. So again, all of this can be traced back to that very first free event that I did. And so again, even though it was free, it generated like huge, both monetary and non-monetary value for me, again, both personally and for my business. So the key thing here is to notice that in each of these methods of speaking for free, there's always some type of value that you are deriving from that speaking engagement. You're not just speaking for free for the heck of it. Don't 
do that. You're getting something of value from the transaction. And so they that may or may not come in the form of a check right now, but you are still getting value. So never look at speaking as either you got a check or you didn't. And you should never look at it as if you're you're a real speaker or you're not a real speaker if you do or don't get a check. There are a lot of reasons why it makes sense to speak for free. And there's a lot of ways that you can get value from speaking for free. So my challenge to you is when you're doing free engagements, though, you need to be very, very clear on why you're doing it and what the value is that you are hoping to gain. So great question. Hope that helps. All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that uh, discussion about should you speak for free? And uh, like you heard me say, uh, I'm a fan of it. I I think it does make sense to speak for free. Well, you should speak for free if it makes sense to speak for free. All right, let's put it that way. So hopefully that that helps you out. Hey, again, uh, definitely stop by the website, thespeakerlab.com. Check out the show notes for today's episode, links, everything we discussed, you can find there. Also, feel free to comment and leave us your thoughts on the episode or any questions that maybe went unanswered that you'd like some further clarification on. If you would like your question to be answered on an upcoming episode of the show, you can do that as well over at thespeakerlab.com. And then finally, let me remind you to register for our upcoming live workshop. You can do that by going to freespeakerworkshop.com. Again, that is freespeakerworkshop.com where we will be doing a, a live online training, teaching you all about how to find and book speaking engagements, figuring out what you want to speak about, figuring out who you should contact, figuring out how much you should charge. All of that we're going to be discussing, helping you out in your speaking business. So that is that, my friends. Hope to see you there again. You can register for that by going to freespeakerworkshop.com. All right, that wraps up episode 49. And uh, we will see you tomorrow with a half a century fitty. Fitty's tomorrow, my friends. We'll see you then. You're awesome. Awesome.